For the past several days, we've been talking about prayer, the importance of prayer, the place of prayer, the necessity of prayer, the relationship of prayer, communion with God. The Apostle Peter told us that Jesus set an example for us that we should follow in his steps. If there's one thing that Jesus did very consistently, it was pray. Jesus never forgot to pray. When his disciples said, Lord, teach us to pray, the Lord immediately responded, giving them the pattern of prayer, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Some examples of prayer in the passage that we have in Luke 11 and also Luke chapter 18. Jesus' life was marked by prayer. Someone says that Jesus actually was prayer. He was prayer. His whole life was prayer. Now, Jesus didn't invent prayer because the Scripture teaches in Genesis chapter 4, verse 26, and I love this passage because it concludes with the genealogy of man, and then it says, at that time, people began to call upon the name of Jehovah. At that time, at the very beginning of mankind, God the Creator, we the creation, something inside of us tells us we need a connection with God, and prayer was that means, and men begin to call upon the name of the Lord. If there was ever a time in human history, if there was ever a time in the history of our nation, in this crisis, critical time, as we face one of the most important elections of all time in my lifetime, I'm telling you, my friend, the most important thing and the best thing we can do is pray. And if my people who are called by my name will pray and humble themselves, turn from their wicked ways and repent, God says, I will hear from heaven. Oh, the many, many prayer promises where God says, ask and you shall receive, seek and you shall find, knock and it shall be opened unto you. I encourage you to pray. Now, one of the best things you can do in prayer and one of the ways to pray if you struggle with prayer is simply to read the prayers of the Bible. Uh, Psalm 119, the longest chapter in the entire Bible, 176 verses, literally is a long prayer. Just read a verses, read a, eight verses out of that chapter every day and you're going to pray to God and make it your prayer. So take the prayers of the Bible. I, I've even often taken the prayers of others like Charles Haddon Spurgeon, who was a great public prayer warrior, and take and read his prayers out loud. Personalize those prayers. Make them your own. Matter of fact, one of the best ways, again, to pray is to pray God's Word back to Him, making it the prayer of your heart. Matter of there's as a um, there's about four things, I believe, that help us to learn to pray. Adoration, confession, thanksgiving, and supplications. You hear that? Adoration, confession, thanksgiving, and supplication. The first letter of those words spell acts when you put them together. That's a way to remember it. Adoration. Prayers like this, Psalm 47, verse 8. O oh Lord, you reign over the nations and you rule in righteousness from your holy throne. Adore the Lord as you come into his presence. That's what Jesus said, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. 
Holy is your name. Your holy name. I adore you. I worship you. I come into your presence. Psalm 33, 4. I praise you for the trustworthiness and truth of your word and your person, O God. You are faithful and holy and righteous in all your way. Psalm 147, 5. O Lord, you are great and mighty and majestic in power and authority. You see and know all things, and there is no limit to your understanding. It is beyond my comprehension. Oh, I encourage you today, take time to enter into His presence with adoration, with thanksgiving, with confession. I have this outline I'd love to share with you. If you'll email me or send me a text message and show me how I can send it back to you, I would be glad to share this with you, this message that I'm sharing today on how to pray in this way and pray for our upcoming elections. God bless you. May you have a wonderful day and a great week in the Lord.